It was a normal morning. Lizette Henry, once upon a time Zette the Jet to her family and childhood friends, rolled out of bed at her usual time of 5.59 a.m., one minute before her alarm was set to go off. In the kitchen, the automatic timer on the coffee maker would have just started the brewing process. Yawning, Lizette went into her bathroom, turned on the water in the shower, then, while the water was heating, took a desperately needed pee. By the time she was finished, the water in the shower was just right. She liked starting her mornings off with a nice, relaxing shower. She didn't sing, she didn't plan her day, she didn't worry about politics or the economy or anything else. While she was in the shower, she simply chilled, or more aptly, warmed. On this particular July morning, her routine so honed and finely tuned she didn't need to look at a clock to know what time it was at any point, she showered for almost precisely how long it would take the coffee maker to finish its brewing process, then wrapped a towel around her wet hair and dried herself with a second towel. Through the open door of the bathroom, the wonderful aroma of the coffee called to her. The bathroom mirror was fogged over with steam, but that would be clear by the time she'd fetched her first cup of the morning. Wrapping herself in her knee-length terry cloth robe, she padded barefoot into the kitchen and grabbed one of the mugs from the cabinet. She liked her coffee sweet and light, so she added sugar and milk first, then poured the hot coffee into the mixture. It was like having dessert first thing in the morning, which in her book was a nice way to start off any day. She took the coffee with her into the bathroom to sip while she blow-dried her hair and put on the small amount of makeup she wore to work. Setting the cup on the vanity, she unwound the towel from her head and bent forward from the waist, vigorously rubbing her shoulder-length dark brown hair. Then she straightened, tossing her hair back, and turned to the mirror and stared into the face of a stranger. The damp towel slid from her suddenly nerveless fingers, puddling on the floor at her feet. Who is that woman? It wasn't her. Lizette knew what she looked like, and this wasn't her reflection. She whirled wildly around, looking for the woman reflected in the mirror, ready to duck, ready to run, ready to fight for her life. But no one was there. She was alone in the bathroom, alone in the house, alone, alone. The word whispered through her mind, a ghost of a sound, barely registering. Turning back to the mirror, she fought through confusion and terror, studying this new person as though she were an adversary rather than, rather than what or who. This didn't make sense. Her breathing came in swift, shallow gulps, the sound distant and panicked. What the hell was going on? She didn't have amnesia. She knew who she was, where she was, remembered her childhood, her friend Diana, and her other co-workers, what clothes were in her closet and what she'd planned to wear today. She remembered what she'd had for dinner the night before. She remembered everything, it seemed, except that face. It wasn't hers. Her own features, what she saw in her mind, were softer, rounder, maybe even prettier, though the face she was looking at was attractive, if more angular. The eyes were the same, blue, the same distance apart, maybe a little deeper set, how was that possible? How could her eyes have gotten more deep-set? What else was the same? She leaned closer to the mirror, looking for the faint freckle on the left side of her chin. 
Yes, there it was, where it had always been. Darker when she'd been younger, almost invisible now, but still there. Everything else was wrong. This nose was thinner and more aquiline, her cheekbones more prominent, higher than they should have been. Her jawline was more square, her chin more defined. She was so completely befuddled and frightened that she stood there, paralyzed, incapable of any action even if one had occurred to her. She kept staring into the mirror, her thoughts darting around in search of any reasonable explanation. There wasn't one. What could account for this? If she'd been in an accident and required massive facial reconstruction, while she might not remember the accident itself, surely she'd remember afterward, known if she'd been in a hospital and undergone multiple surgeries, remembered the rehab. Someone would have told her about everything, even if she'd been in a coma during her recovery. But she hadn't been in a coma. Ever. Ever.